five, four, three, two, one. Let's talk about it. Hey, thank you so much for joining me. I do have some uh, interesting stuff to share with you this evening. So, you know, we have some positive things happening, but, you know, but at the same time, we still have those on the left that's still trying to take down the country because that's their job, right? That's their job to take down the country. They really don't care about America, but that's what they want to do. But anyways, hey, thank you, everybody, for joining me. My name is Will Johnson. UniteAmericaFirst.com is the website. Thank you so much for going there and supporting me. I really do appreciate it. Okay, so we're going to talk tonight about gun control, and I'm pretty sure many of you have heard about that, and I'm going to give my take on it. And we're going to talk about gas and oil some more. We got to talk about it some more because it's still affecting us all. And I'm going to share some stuff with you that's just like, wow, really interesting. But before we get into it tonight, I just want to say, Lord Jesus, thank you so much. Thank you so much for allowing me to have a voice, Lord. Lord Jesus, please use me for your will. You know, I give God, I give you, Lord, all glory. And I, I give God, I give you all the glory for everything that I do. You know, I, I pray a lot and I, I constantly think about God. I constantly think about how God has played a role, you know, in my life. And God has been there all every step of the way. Even even when I go through some really tough times and, you know, like a couple of weeks ago, uh, Facebook, they hit me to remove all my monetization. It was for nothing, really. But, you know, I know God was with me, even though it was, it was hard times. And, and let me say this. When we go through tough times and it's hurt and we're, I think it's OK for us to express when something hurts, just because I express something is bothering me doesn't mean that I'm still not looking to God. Right. It doesn't mean that. And, and, and to give you an example, there's been times when Jesus was praying. It's clearly in the word when Jesus was praying. There was one time he was praying so much, just sweat and blood was coming out of his pores. Cause he was praying so hard and he wept when John, when John the baptizer was killed. So there's times that we can express our hurt and our pain, but at the end of the day, we still need to recognize that God is with us and we can lean on our Lord. Okay. Do me a favor, hit the share button on this. Let's just get into it here. I want to play something for you. Now this, this young lady here, have y'all seen this video? So to my understanding, she's running for governor, right? She's running for governor of, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's Arizona. Someone can leave me a message and, and respond to me and let me know. But I've seen her a couple of times and she's gone on to these leftist media outlets and she'll talk to them and she'll just hammer them. I mean, she's a strong woman. And this is this is such a phenomenal video. I wanted to start off with the video tonight with this one here, because this is absolutely a this is a treasure troll here. I mean, she's awesome. She's awesome. And if and if anybody like if you want, if, like if I were to vote for a woman president, I mean, she's kind of leaning that way. I mean, just so just just listen, just listen to what she says here, because she's going to be approached by the Communist News Network, you know, to to 
to ask her some questions. And, you know, they always try to ask questions to trip, you know, those of us that love America up. But listen to this. Hi, Harry. Hi. Hi. Nice to see you. Well, off you don't have a mask on anymore. Um, What's going we're on? Outside. Do you have a wow. minute to Well, chat? we're six feet apart. <laughs> do you have a minute to chat? Um, I'll do an interview. Okay. As long as it airs on CNN Plus. Oh. <laughs> Does that still exist? Yeah. I didn't think so because the people don't like what you guys are peddling, so, which is propaganda. Thank do you. you. Do you That's involuntary servitude. Wow. I mean, that, I mean, how do you, I'm like, wow. Come on now. You know, that's good. You know, that's good. Literally right there. And you know, this video is all on Twitter. This video on Twitter has 1.1 million views already. 1. million, 1.1 million views. And absolutely because of right here, that all they want to do is put out a certain narrative to make Republicans look bad. And she straight up did it right in her face. And you know, she didn't like it. And you know, CNN is not going to change, even though people are calling them out saying that they're peddling and propaganda. Basically the, the communist news network is putting out fake news right? They're constantly doing this. They're constantly doing it. But then people on at the communist news network don't, it's like they, it doesn't register in their minds. It's like, they kind of like, Oh, I've, you know, no, that's not, that's not what we want. So we'll just ignore it. It'll go away. They do it all the time, but I thought it was, she was so spot on. She was so spot on. She hasn't, well, is it going to be on CNN plus? See, that's a smack right there because it was a total failure and they know it. 100% they know it. Okay. Let's get on to something else. This is this is a video that I want to play for you to kind of lead into some of the uh, gun control that we're talking about tonight and how the left is just coming unglued. Do y'all know who this young man is? He's one of the Supreme Court justices, Justice Thomas. And you know, there's making these memes all over the internet right now because of what the Supreme Court just did. You know, they ruled what New York had put in place. And I think if, if I'm not mistaken, it was been there since 19, 1919, something like that, or 1991. I can't remember the exact date, but they put in a ruling saying that you have to have special qualifications in order to carry a firearm to protect yourself. Meaning that if you're like maybe a first responder or if you're a person that's, you know, transporting, you know, finances from one location to another, be it gold, silver or cash, coins, whatever you have to you have to you have to prove that that's the reason why you need one, knowing that it's not in the Constitution. There's nothing in the Constitution saying that you have to be a transporter or you have to qualify to bear arms. The Constitution is clear. The American people can bear arms. And again, they try to bring in the whole militia type thing. Talking about the militia, only a well-regulated militia. But it doesn't say only a well-regulated militia can have arms. Right? It doesn't say only. And the, and the, the militia makes up the American people. Right? It makes up the American people. And the militia, again, like I mentioned before, the militia, to my understanding, and I'm still waiting for someone to send me something saying the militia is collecting tax dollars so they can have arms ready for this tyrannical government if it ever comes. I've yet to see that. So in order for you to be able to join the militia, you have to be able to join the militia and you have to have, you know, your equipment already. 
Let's put it that way. But listen to what he said. This is this is so this is so profound and so spot on because we live in a world today where truth, according to the left, is no longer truth. You know, what is up is no longer up. What is down is no longer down. What is left is no longer left. What is right is no longer right. It's just whatever they feel. But the way he describes it here is so spot on and it's, it's so true. And, you know, the left, they hate it, especially when it's a black man telling the truth. I mean, I mean, they really hate it. They hate white people telling the truth, too. But it's like they get a stain or something when someone black is doing it. Listen, you can be in the middle of a hurricane or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. North is still north. People can yell at you. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. Right is still right. No matter what, two plus two will always equal four, no matter what. Now, you have those on the left. They're most definitely trying to change what two plus two is because they don't like reality. They, they want reality to be something else. They can completely do. Now, so today they ruled against New York. The Supreme Court did and said what the, the policies that New York had in place was unconstitutional. And New York is upset. The liberals, the left are upset. Joe Biden, he's angry about it. Kamala Harris, she's angry about it. The entire left, they're angry about it. And they're saying that the, what the Supreme Court did is going to increase more violence in New York. How was that the case when New York is already one of the top most violent places in the country? Now it just means that people are going to be able to protect themselves. That's what it means. They're going to be able to protect themselves from criminals. But see, they don't want that. They don't want you to be able to protect yourselves from criminals. They want you to, they want you to be unprotected. Now here on the communist news network, they're going to sit there and say, listen to how he, how he describes the constitution. I mean, it's really bizarre. Listen to this. You know, we know that in the United States, um, you have the right under the First Amendment to say pretty much anything anywhere because we have freedom of speech in the United States. Yeah, we have freedom of speech in the United States, which, of course, the left, they hate it. They hate freedom of speech. They've already demonstrated how much they hate freedom of speech. But listen, what the conservatives on the Supreme Court are saying is we want the Second Amendment to be a first class right like the First Amendment. What you, I mean, see, now y'all hear this. He, he literally just sit there and said that the Supreme Court is wanting the Second Amendment to be a first class right like the First Amendment. He's he's only saying that because the First Amendment is the first one in the amendment, the First Amendment. Like he's saying that's the first class amendment because it's the first one in the amendments. <laughs> That's the only reason why he's saying that. Right? That's the only reason why he's saying that. If we don't have the second amendment, we can't protect the first one. But he doesn't want to mention that. I mean, he's literally saying that the second amendment wants they want it to be first class like the first amendment. Why what is it about the first class? It doesn't even say first class. Second amendment to be a first class right like the first amendment. And we want to be able to carry guns anywhere, anytime, without any sort of regulation by the government, without background checks, 
without restrictions on where you can take a weapon, without restrictions on how you can carry a weapon. Now, they have. That's not even true. That is not true at all. There's not a single person in the nation that want anyone to carry any weapons, guns that's not, not, not working there into schools. Right. They don't want parents just to walk in there with guns. I mean, they really don't. They, now, I, me personally, I don't have an issue with someone that's working at a school to walk in there with a gun. You can't walk into a bank with a gun. You can't. You can't walk into a bank with a gun. Some some stores, some grocery stores, you can't walk into into the, the grocery store with the gun because some of these grocery stores have banks on the inside. So there's places that we all agree that, okay, yeah, we don't need to carry a gun in there. But the only problem is, is that the criminals don't, they're not going to care if you have signs or no signs, right? They don't care. They're going to, if they can take a gun in somewhere and rob somebody, they're going to do it. If they can harm people, they're going to do it. But the left, they can't wrap their mind around it. For some reason, they don't understand it. Restrictions on how you can carry a weapon. Now, they haven't gone that far yet. But um, they are clearly moving in that direction. And, you know, we can't separate this issue from what's going on in the world where, um, you know, we have a tremendous problem with gun violence in this country. We have mass shootings. We have 18 year olds with accesses, access to AR, AR 14, 15s. And um, the Supreme Court is moving in the direction of saying the government cannot regulate that traffic at all. The government should not be able to come in and infringe on our First Amendment, Second Amendment, the constitutional rights. They shouldn't be able to do it. That's the whole point of the U.S. Constitution. Am I wrong? I mean, seriously, that's, that's my understanding. The U.S. Constitution, the forefathers created the U.S. Constitution to prevent the government from hindering our freedoms. And they want that, and that's one of the main reasons why they want to do away with the U.S. Constitution because it's in their way. And oh my goodness, I have a video that I'm gonna play for you tonight with Tucker Carlson. Oh my goodness, it's it's so spot on. It is so spot on. They, they that the left know what they've done to us. The left know what they want to do to us. It's the exact same thing that they've done in other nations in the past, but. People having firearms is a issue for them. It's a major issue. And Tucker, the way he lays it out, come on, I, I do like Tucker. I'm, I'm, I'll be straight up. I do like Tucker. But listen to this one. This, this is a response from Kamala Harris right after they found out the Supreme Court ruling with New York. Listen to what she says. And again, let me remind y'all, they really don't like the U.S. Constitution. They don't even understand the U.S. Constitution. And I've said this multiple times that anyone who's running for political office, this should be a, a test requirement. And that test requirement is it can be multiple choice. The 14th Amendment says X, Y, Z. Which one is it? The Second Amendment says X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D. Which one is it? There should be one and they, and whatever their score is, it should be made public for the entire world to see. We, the president, myself, many of us are deeply 
concerned and troubled by the Supreme Court's ruling today. Um, it, it, I believe, defies common sense and um, the Constitution of the United States. She said it defi defies common sense. This is coming from a person that don't have a lick of sense. <laughs> I'm surprised she's not cackling. She probably did a little bit later on. But see, they're angry right now. They're livid. See, now, if people were like losing lives, she would be cackling. If people were lives are just being destroyed left and right, she would be cackling. Talking about the crisis at the border, she would be cackling. But this is something that's beneficial to the American people. She's not laughing now. See, that's just the opposite. So every single time that you hear her cackling is because people have lost their lives or people in, in a bad situation. Then she'll cackle like a witch, the wicked witch of the left. One of them. Then she'll cackle. Right. But then we have this dude here. Oh, yeah, this dude here. I want y'all to listen because he's talking about the Republicans that went along. This is in the, in the, in the Senate that went along with the whole red flag laws. And like I told you, what Tucker says at the end of this is so spot on. It's so spot on. And the Democrats, this, and what he says at the end of this clip is part of the reason why the Democrats hate Tucker. I'm telling you, listen to what he says. It's extremely important. Listen. Now, many of those senators are from America's most conservative states, Indiana, Utah, Louisiana, West Virginia. What were the numbers in the last election in those states? In fact, every one of those states, except for the state of Maine, went for Donald Trump in 2020. You're seeing the color-coded maps of election results in those states on your screen right now. Some of them are entirely red. So again, if you care about democracy, you have to ask how many of those voters went to the polls in the last election, hoping above all to elect leaders who support gun confiscation of law-abiding Americans, red flag laws. Not very many. So what we're seeing here, to be clear, is a subversion of democracy. You get to vote for whomever you want in this country. It can be a Republican or a Democrat, a liberal, a conservative. But in the end, you're going to get the very same thing every time. You're going to get a weaker U.S. dollar. You're going to get more pointless foreign wars. And you're going to get a lower standard of living for the middle class. Yep. In America, as in Western Europe, there's only one flavor of politics allowed, and that is corporate politics. Just as there's only one flavor of media allowed, which is corporate media. And those two forces work together toward the same goal. More power for them, less power for you. Fewer families, more dollar stores. Less choice, more coercion. Less diversity, more sameness. Sound familiar? That's the Chinese model. But for Mitch McConnell, whose family, like so many families in Washington, has become rich from its ties to the Chinese government, it seems normal. But yep. it's not normal. This level of disconnection from what voters actually want is dangerous and it's destabilizing. Self-government is what keeps countries calm and stable. Democracy is a pressure relief valve. Don't storm the Bastille, vote. If you take that away or if you strip it of its meaning, people become angry and frustrated. And over time, they become revolutionary. Now, now listen to everything he said has been spot on. And again, they hate Tucker. I mean, they hate Tucker. I mean, they hate Tucker more than anybody else on Fox News. They hate him with a passion. 
Now listen to what he says here, because what he says here is so profound. Oh my goodness, listen to this. And everyone in Washington knows this. So no wonder they want to disarm you. You can't have guns because they no longer trust you. And they no longer trust you because they know they've betrayed you. This is how democracy dies, not in darkness, but in plain sight, live on C-SPAN. Exactly. The federal government, they don't trust the American people, right? And they don't, and, and they know what they've done to us. And they're about to do more. Hear me now, believe me later on. I've said that so many times. And it's like, you know, it feels like it goes in one ear and out the other. People are not really paying attention to what is happening. There's a reason why they're really uh, real aggressively pushing to remove guns and they want to, they want to remove the filibuster. Right. And in this case, when they did the red flag laws in the Senate today, they didn't have to, you know, scream. You didn't hear anybody scream about the filibuster because they got these rhinos to go along with the Democrats. And as I mentioned before, this is just a stepping stone for the Democrats to disarm the American people. Let me ask you this because they, they did this for the red flag laws and they said they're going to want to do it for mental health. The same people that's doing mental health, they can't dif differentiate between a man and a woman. The same people that's with the mental health say that a man can get pregnant and have an abortion. These are the same people that's going to be regulating the mental state. If people can own a firearm or not keep one or not, this is the same people that's going to come after all of us and they're going to, and they've already deemed us. And I've mentioned this multiple times already. And you've already, you know what I'm, what I'm about to tell you, you already, you already know it to be true. They already said that parents were domestic terrorists. That's going to be considered a red flag law. They're going to bring it back up again because they don't want parents to be able to tell you to tell you to stop sexualizing their kids. They don't want parents to be able to do that or pushing CRT. So that's going to be a red flag, <clears throat> excuse me, red flag law. The next one is that if you're a Trump supporter, they find out that you're a Trump supporter, committed no crimes or anything. They just find out that you supported Trump. Another red flag law. Am I wrong? Come on. They haven't publicly said this yet, but they're going to. We already know because that's their MO. If you're a Republican conservative, that's going to be another red flag law. It's going to be another red flag for them to say, oh, you know, you're, you're a Republican conservative. That's a red flag. And then if you're a Christian, that is going to be another red flag law. Hear me now. Believe me later on. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And the crazy thing is you hear me saying this and you know you see, you're starting to see the writing on the wall too. You know, without them even saying it yet, you know, that's going to be their target. You know, that's going to be their target demographic. You know this. And these Republicans went right along with it. They went right along with it. But let me go back to New York real quick. After, after New York, after the Supreme Court made the ruling against New York because New York was putting this unconstitutional uh, policies against the people in New York, now you have the mayor and the governor coming out speaking out against it, and they're highly upset about it.
Listen to this. Listen to this from the governor. And I'm sorry this dark day has come. They were supposed to go back to what was in place since 1788 when the Constitution of the United States of America was ratified. And I would like to point out to the Supreme Court justices that the only weapons at the time were muskets. And you know what? The weapons at the time were muskets and that was the weapons of war. Let, let me, let me give y'all a little tidbit of information. Let's think about it. They had muskets during that time and muskets. That's what they used when they went into battle. So listen to what she says here. I'm prepared to go back to muskets. I don't think they envision the high capacity assault weapon magazines intended for battlefields as being covered from it. But I guess we're just going to have to disagree. The muskets were intended for the battlefield. She's an idiot. She's a complete idiot. And I, I like this. I saw, I saw this, uh, when I saw this out there on Twitter, someone even mentioned, said, well, you know, the, the cannon was just a big musket because you would load it up, stuff the powder in there. Then you would put the cannonball in there and then you go back and light the fuse. Spoon. Same thing with the musket. Right. There's same thing with the musket. There's just a really big musket. And the musket was used on the battlefield. These people are idiots and they expect us to be stupid to go right along with them. And I said, and I said, wait a minute, the musket was used for the battlefield. And then next thing I know, everybody else was catching on to it too. Everybody was going, yes, the musket was used on the battlefield. Now listen to, listen to this nut job. He's the mayor. He's the mayor of New York and he's upset too. And he used to be a police officer. You would think that he would have understanding on why people should be able to protect themselves. When I used to live in Arkansas, and yes, I lived in Arkansas at one point, and I remember I had to call the police officers because, hold on, let me do it like this. I had to call the police department one time. And I called the police department because someone broke into my outdoor shed and they stole some of my tools. They stole some of my, my, I had like four gas cans. They stole all those gas cans and they just stole a, whole, a number of things, stuff I didn't even know what they, they took. And it was my next door neighbor, the black dude. Well, I called the cops. Right at the time, I didn't know it was my next door neighbor. But anyways, I called the cops and the cops came and that did, did the police report. And, you know, there's not much they can do, but they said that I could probably go check at, uh, the, uh, the pawn shops and stuff like that. And if I see any of my equipment, then I can just report it. But you know, there's multiple pawn shops and it's like, I could be hunting for days and it just depends on when they take the stuff to the pawn shop and pawn it. And I told the police officer, I said, you know what? I'm sitting there thinking maybe it was a good thing that I wasn't home and caught him because there's no telling what I would have done to him. You know what the police officer told me? And this was a white police officer. He told me, he said, no, nah, he said, has you been home and you caught him and you um, protecting your personal property and your 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 livelihood or whatever, because you work for this stuff? We have no issues with you protecting your belongings. We have no issues with it. And I'm like, oh, snap. This is but this is this was Arkansas, where a lot of people in Arkansas believe that, hey, you should be able to protect yourself. And it's not just Arkansas, it's people across the country but the Democrats do not want you to be able to protect yourself. 
Now, listen to this nut job here. When I spoke with my chief counsel, based on his preliminary analysis, I said, give it to me on a scale of one to ten. It's very close to a ten of a major concern that we have. While we're still analyzing the decision, we can say with certainty, uh, this decision has made every single one of us less safe from gun violence. The decision ignores this shocking crisis of gun violence every day, engulfing not only New York, but engulfing our entire country. He's acting as if law-abiding citizens are committing all of these crimes. I guess he doesn't remember about the black dude going into the subway, setting off the smoke bomb, trying to shoot the Asian people on the subway. I mean, I guess he completely forgot all about that. He grew amnesia already. What about the criminals? New York is one of the most crime ridden places in the nation, along with Chicago, along with Detroit, along with St. Louis, Oakland, Compton, L.A., they're ridden with violence, crime. People were leaving New York because of all of the crime that was taking place. People were moving out in droves. But he's trying to act like his law-abiding citizens that are doing this. The law, what the Supreme Court did, it benefited law-abiding citizens. And he's sitting there saying, well, if law-abiding citizens are able to get guns, then what's, what's that going to do? It's going to make more criminals. He's an idiot. What reality are they dealing in? They're not. The opinion claims to be based on nation historical past, but does not account for the reality of today. It ignores the presence and it endangers our future. While nothing changes today, and we want to be clear on that, nothing changes today. We have been preparing for this decision and will continue to do everything possible to work with our federal, state, and local partners to protect our city. See, he said they've been preparing for the Supreme Court to do the right thing, meaning that they're going to do everything they can to go against the U.S. Constitution. That's exactly what I'm hearing. They're going to go against the U.S. Constitution. So everybody, and you know what, there's quite a few people that live in New York, that tune in to, to my video, my, my my podcast. There's a lot of people in New York. So for those of you that live in New York right now, and you're watching this, and you've probably seen this, and you probably heard this because this dude's in your city. He's literally telling you that you should not be able to protect yourself. We want to put in so many restrictions and regulations to prevent you from being able to protect yourself while the criminals don't adhere to it. Now, a single time is anyone here talking about the criminals, how they're going to stop the criminals. They only want to stop law abiding citizens. Make it make sense. We will collaborate with other mayors, municipality leaders and governors and will leave no unturned stone as we seek to undo and mitigate the damage that we are witnessing today. Those efforts would include a comprehensive review with the Corporation Council, our Chief Counsel, and other legal experts to assist us in this manner. As we start to define sensitive locations when carrying a gun is banned 
and reviewing our application process to ensure that only those who are fully qualified can obtain a carry license. You hear this? Where does it say in the U.S. Constitution that you have to be fully qualified? I'm, I'm seriously, maybe someone, please, screenshot the part in the U.S. Constitution where it says you have to be fully qualified. Please show it to me for the second amendment. I, I, I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to hold my breath while you look for it to get the screenshot, but I'll wait for you to get the screenshot. I will wait. I, I, I can at least do that. Get the screenshot of it where it says that. I'm not going to hold my breath, but I'll wait. Something that the police commissioner who's joining me today will ensure that our licensing, licensing division is aware of. We will work together to limit the risk this decision will create once it is implemented. And we cannot allow New York to become the wild, wild west. He doesn't want New York to become the wild, wild west. Well, guess what? It's the wild, wild east. It's already crime. How come he, you know what? It's, it's always amazing to me how they never acknowledge that it's the criminals that's doing all of the crime and all the violence. They never, it's like they don't, they, they can't put two and two together and they, and they automatically come out and say, well, we've got to go after the law abiding citizen to prevent them from having any firearms because once we can prevent them from fi having firearms, then we can bring down the crime, even though the criminals are still going to do it. It's not like a broken record here, right? It's over and over and over and over again. How many of y'all are like, well, you know what? All this is going to eventually go away. I don't need to prepare for any of this. It's all eventually going to go away, right? How many of y'all doing that? How many of y'all saying that? Because, you know, when I first started doing the videos and I used to see this stuff coming, I would talk about it one day. They're going to do X, Y, Z, and, and now they're already doing it. I mean, I saw it coming and people used to tell me saying, well, um, they're not going to be able to do that. They're not going to be able to do that. You know, and I'm like, okay, now they're doing it. And those same people that was used to tell me, say, well, they're not going to be able to do it. I don't hear nothing from them anymore. It's like, they don't say anything to me anymore. Nothing. And it's not like I'm going to go, I told you, so I don't have to. Some of them want to act like they never even had the conversation with me. Are they, or they'll change it up. They'll change it up and they say, well, okay, well, yeah, it's going to get really bad before, but yeah, we all know it's going to get bad. But in the past, it was said when wasn't going to happen. You know what? Joe Biden and the Democrats, they have done so much legislation against the oil companies. And now they're trying to say it's the oil company's fault because of all of the high gas prices. How many of y'all still getting hit at the gas pump? Let me. You know what I really like to know is how many of y'all said, okay, I can't take it no more. I'm just going to buy an electric vehicle. I mean, this must be really nice if you can afford to buy an electric vehicle. I mean, I can't. I mean, seriously, it was the average average the the average electric vehicle to my understanding is around sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> if I could if I could get one, I don't even know that I would want. I don't even know that I want one. Now, some of them do look nice. I do. I, I have to admit, I do like the way that new Tesla looks. I do like the way it look, but I can't afford it. And I can't go broke. I can't, you know, I can, I can do this. I can get me a Tesla and I no lights, no camera, no nothing. I can't, I won't be able to do this. Maybe I can do it from my phone and that's it. 
I won't be able to show the stuff and bring information, have phone calls and do guests and stuff like that. All that will go away. If I buy a Tesla, I won't, I won't be able to have that much food in the house any longer. Maybe just like a, you know, a bowl of cereal or something every now and then, but I'll have a Tesla, right? I can't afford it. I can't afford it. I just can't. And there's a lot of people that can't and they're expecting people to just give up whatever and just get electric vehicle when they're already having a hard time putting gas in the tank. doesn't make a lick of sense. Listen to this report from Fox business as they talk about the gas and the oil, how the Democrats have been doing. So while the Biden administration continues with its twisted efforts of trying to kill fossil fuels while simultaneously demanding that they produce more, Democrats in Congress are very busy using the law, as they would say, to smear and convict energy companies with no evidence. An example is the Consumer Fuel Price Gouging Prevention Act, which barely passed the House with no Republicans and four Democrats opposing it. Democrat Katie Porter, a co-sponsor of the bill, told a whopper on the bill's passage, claiming, quote, big oil executives are bragging to shareholders about price gouging families at the pump, end quote. Well, of course, she provided no source for that claim because there is none. She just made it up. Such is the integrity vacuum of today's lawmakers. One who opposed that bill is our next guest, Republican Congressman of Arkansas and a member of the Natural Resources Committee, Bruce Westerman. Good to see you, Congressman. Thanks for being here. How many laws, by the way, are, are based on stuff that's just made up? Uh, it seems like anymore, David, a lot of them are that way. Uh, you know, I'm, you mentioned I'm on the Natural Resources Committee. We had a hearing this past week uh, with all the energy crises and everything else going on. The topic of the hearing was big cats. So I know that's what's first and foremost in America's mind is uh, regulating big cats. Unbelievable. But, uh, like, I'll use one of Joe Biden's words. It's bizarre. It's yeah. bizarre that uh, you know, he's blaming everyone, wants to point fingers. Uh, it's bizarre that they don't understand when they pour trillions of dollars into an overheated economy. And it gives a double whammy uh, to the economy on the negative side. Number one, they were paying people not to work, which hit hurt supply. And people have more money to spend, which increased demand, so prices have gone up. We tried to tell them, you're going to blow inflation through the roof. They didn't listen. Now this, there's this attack on energy. They, don't, they didn't care. They didn't care because that's actually that's what they wanted. They wanted what's happening right now. And let me remind you, this was all part of the Build Back Better, right? The whole Build Back Better plan. This is what they wanted. They were calling for it. And this is, this is by design. And so, but now they're trying to, and the only reason why the Biden administration is even talking about it. And the only reason why communist news network and MSDNC is talking about it, because they're trying to get, they're trying to get them to fix it. And they're trying to blame everybody else, but themselves, right? Because it's that time of the year. November is getting close. So they have to convince everybody that they didn't do this. Like they didn't do this. It's everybody but them. Listen, here's another piece of this vid, uh, of this report from Fox News on Biz Fox Business where they're talking about this, but they they don't have any actual solutions. They don't have any solutions. The Biden administration, there's no solution, and it's not like like. And the reason why they don't have any solutions is because they don't want any. They want collapse of the United States of America. Now, we should mention, of course, that, that this was passed in the House, but 
uh, it's unlikely to pass in the Senate because, you, you know, you have Senator Manchin and some other people, some other senators who are probably going to vote it down, right? Right. And it's, it's nonsense. We should be focusing on things like the bills that uh, the ranking member on the Energy and Commerce Committee, Kathy McMorris-Rogers, and I put out, uh, the American Energy Independence from Russia Act, which would require the administration to do an energy plan to open up pipelines and build more pipelines to start issuing leases onshore and offshore, and really empowering those American workers to fix this problem, because that's what's going to fix it. Attacking the oil industry is not going to solve anything. And in the meantime, Joe Biden's going to fly to Saudi Arabia, uh, emitting all kinds of greenhouse gas emissions, when he, he should be <laughs> going to, say, Texas, Louisiana, I or maybe, maybe get in the car and drive back to, to Pennsylvania and look at the, the gas there in the Marcellus Shell. Yes. Uh, we have the resources. It, you know, if he if he did that, went back and looked at the gas prices as he's driving by, he would just say, ha, 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 ha. They should get electric vehicle. They should get electric vehicle. They don't have to worry about it. And the solutions here, we just have to utilize them. And we have the workers. He claims to care about union workers. There's so many. There are hundreds of thousands of union jobs that are directly tied in to all of those projects that you talked about. And, you know, you also have the American people behind you. The voters are behind you. They, Americans do care more about cheaper gas than they do about oil company profits, don't they? Yeah. And you know what? They do. They do care about cheaper gas and they, they care about cheaper gas than they do Ukraine. I mean, seriously, they do. I mean, we're hurting here. We're hurting here and we do care about it. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we have the resources. That's the part. And we do it cleaner safer, yes. more efficiently than anybody else in the world. We lowered greenhouse gas emissions in the United States through the innovation to produce more shell gas, replace coal, and we could be doing that not only here, but across the world. Yet you see China built 38 gigawatts of coal power plants last year. That's one huge coal plant every week. Mm. Uh, we could be uh, supplying the energy to Europe. Uh, they're building coal-fired plants. The, the administration and Democrats in Congress use this guise where their policies actually hurt the environment, hurt American workers, and hurt Americans in the, in the checkbook. And it's hurting worse uh, low-income and fixed-income Americans who can't afford to buy increased fuel and increased food. Yep, but you know what? That's exactly what they want. They want the American people to hurt. They don't want the American people to feel good about the country. You know, they, they were they were quick. They were extremely quick to talk about how America is such a bad place. And that none of them want to take responsibility for their actions. Right. They want you to hurt. They want you to hurt to the point to where when they come in and they and they do something to fix it. The only thing that's going to be in your mind is that they fixed it. They create this crisis. They create the problems. They create these issues. And then we suffer as the American people. And then they come along and say, hey, well, we have the solution. We have the fix. And then they do the fix. And most people will be like, well, hey, they fixed it. They fixed it. And they won't even they won't have a clue that they actually caused the problem. And they, and they want everybody to, be, they want everyone to sit there and believe that 
Joe Biden, Joe Brandon, Joe Burden, because he's a burden to the country. Like Joe Burden didn't have anything to do with it. They want us to believe that, hey, th this is something else or it's, a, it's just a world problem and we all need to deal with it. Look at it here. Look, look with the Joy Behar here because she's no, nothing joyful. But listen to what she says. And then the economy hits hitting lows in recent polls. How do you make the case to voters that his economic policies are working, that it's not his fault, that inflation is a worldwide problem? You hear this? She's saying it's not his fault, but inflation is a worldwide problem. No. The inflation that's happening in the United States of America is because of government spending. It's like economics 101. The, the more money they spend, the more they cause inflation. They're the ones doing it. Just because you have someone in Australia spending unnecessary money, it doesn't affect the people in America. The, it's the government here. And she doesn't enjoy Behar. She doesn't have a, a lick of sense. They're just saying this stuff just to be saying it. And they're trying to convince everybody that hey, this is not Joe Burton's fault. It's not Joe Brandon's fault, right? It's not his fault. But listen to what the press secretary says. That the gas prices are not Joe Biden's fault. How do you well, do that? Well, you just said it, Joy, which is what we're seeing with gas prices, what we're seeing with inflation, uh, even the cost of food going up. It is a global challenge. You hear this? And th you know what this is, right? They're, they keep saying this is the global challenge. Like all of the, the entire world, the gas prices and all of this and the food and everything is going up around the globe. So you need to suck it up. Enjoy the high gas prices. Enjoy the foodless, the, the, the shelf, the foods not being on the shelf. You're supposed to enjoy all that. Don't even complain about it. Just, hey, the rest of the world is doing it, so we're doing it too. And a lot of that is connected uh, to Russia's war. And if we think about it, let's step back for a second. When the president walked into uh, the White House over a year ago, the economy was tanking. Yeah. Uh, schools were closed. Uh, uh, small businesses were shutting down. We were in a very dire situation. Why did the businesses shut down? It wasn't the bi the business didn't shut down because of the federal government at the time, right? They shut down because y'all put in y'all put in an issue that affected everybody else. Y'all took advantage of it and y'all shut down businesses. The, they did it. The left, they did it. They shut down businesses. They shut down churches, right? You can even go to church. First time in history, they came and shut down the church. And like I told y'all, they're trying to get, they're trying to convince everybody that, hey, this is just a worldwide issue. So we all need to just embrace this worldwide issue. And you know what it comes down for me? See, I, I think about things in spiritual, in a spiritual way. They're literally, so when the antichrist comes onto the scene, the whole world is going to be going through stuff. It's not just going to be Israel. It's not going to be just the middle East. It's going to be the entire world going through issues. Right. And that's the part of the reason why, and I, me personally, you don't have to agree with me and that's perfectly fine. But me personally, I, I believe that the antichrist, and this is just a belief, the antichrist is alive and well on the planet.
And they're just, and without them even knowing that they're doing it, they're just gearing everything up ready for the Antichrist. They're making all of these crises happen on the planet. Again, it's, it's, this is it's the same thing. Joe Brandon created the oil crisis here in the United States of America with all the gas prices going through the roof when he shut down the XL pipeline, shut down the offshore drilling, shut down the fracking. They did all of that and they're trying to act like we don't remember it. They don't want us to remember it. They shut it all down. And then you have, then you have them create this issue that we're having on the Southern border. They're creating all of these issues. The same thing on the world scale. They're creating all of these issues just so they can come in and say like they're here to save the day. Is anybody catching the picture now? They're doing the will of the Antichrist and they probably don't even know that they're doing it. Or maybe they do. But see, they're going to have all this chaos going on in the planet and then the Antichrist is going to come in and can be like, here, I'm here to save the day. And people are going to flock to the Antichrist because they were like, oh, look what he's doing. He fixed it. He fixed it. And that's exactly the same thing that the Biden administration is trying to do, trying to act like he's going after these big oil companies, the execs, saying that he's going to fix it. And you have stupid people saying, well, Joe Biden and Joe Brandon is doing everything he can. He's doing everything he can. Listen to this one. This is this is the uh, energy secretary. Listen to what she says about the gas prices around the world. And of course, other countries are dealing with this as well. If you went to the UK today for a gallon equivalent, you would be paying $7.71. If you went to France, you'd be paying $8.49. If you went to Canada, you'd be paying over $6 per gallon. If you went to Singapore, you'd be paying over $9 per gallon. This is happening around the world. And President Biden, like all other leaders around the world, are grappling with this for their citizens. And the president is doing everything he can to reduce prices for American families. That is a total lie. He cre Again, like I just told y'all, they create this problem. They create the crisis. And then they want to come in and act like they're there to save the day. And they're going to get stupid people to believe them. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for fixing this. It's manipulation on a scale that we've never seen before. Yes, of course, people have been manipulated in the past, but they're doing it on such a world scale, right? They're doing it planet wide. It's not just the United States of America. Some people are stuck in America and never see outside of America. It's not just America. They're doing it to the whole planet. And again, they're doing this. So when the Antichrist steps on the scene, the Antichrist will have the solution. Y'all don't have to believe me now. And when y'all do believe me, some people are going to forget that I even said it. If anything, it'd be like, you know what it'd be like? There was this, there was this black dude with dreadlocks. And I think he mentioned something about this. I, I, I know, I can't remember what his name was. It, it's, it's on the tip of my tongue. What was his name? Will something. I can't remember. It was something. I can't remember. But he talked about this. He said that they were going to do this. And then some people say that, you know, hey, Will, you're saying it, but we're not going to be here. All right. All right. 
that's a whole different topic. Like again, like I said, again, they created all of these issues. I want you to listen to Jim Jordan here as he talk about the border crisis. It's all intentional. Again, like I, I keep telling you, I keep saying everybody, they create the problem. They want to swoop in and save the day. You know what it makes me think about now? And I, I had some, I had some younger kids. Okay. I have little ones, had little ones. They're a lot older now, but there was this, there was this animated cartoon movie called the um, Incredibles. I don't know if y'all have ever seen it. It's actually pretty good. You know, I mean, you know, if you, for animation, it had a good storyline and you know, I like, <clears throat> I like sci-fi and stuff like that. So I watched it with them and I'm like, oh, okay, this is pretty good. Well, anyways, the moral of the story and it just dawned on me. They had a couple movies and one of the movies, the villain, the, what the villain did, <laughs> I mean, it's like, you can't even make this stuff up. It's almost like the left is looking at these, these animated cartoons and movies and different stuff, the Simpsons and all that. But anyways, the villain in the movie, he created the bad guy to go into the city and destroy vehicles and destroy stuff and just do real bad stuff. And he, the, the villain was going to swoop in to save the day. So everyone thought that he was the superhero. It's the exact same thing. People, a lot of people just don't believe it because it's happening in the real world. Right. And we're like, no, this can't be happening in the real world. But listen to what Jim Jordan says about the, the border crisis. When you combine an intentional disregard for the law with incompetence, you get the chaos that we now see on our border, the chaos that Brandon and his agents have to deal with every single day. And make no mistake, it's intentional. I mean, I always look at the numbers. You go back to a year ago, March. March was the highest, March of 21 was the highest month on record for illegal crossings until the month of April. And April was the highest month until the month of May. And then May was the highest month until the month of June. June was the highest month until July when we set a record, 211,000 illegal migrants coming across the border. And then you fast forward to this March, we broke that record. And then the record that was broken this March was broken again in April. And then the May number just came out a new record again. It is intentional. And then the incompetence is maybe best described or best seen when Mr. Mayorkas testified in front of the House Judiciary Committee and we asked him about the 42 illegal migrants who were on the terrorist watch list. What was their status? And his answer, if you remember, was, I don't know. Wow. To Senator Graham's point, this is what's so frightening. So the good news is, as Senator Cruz pointed out, uh, help is on the way. I do think we're going to win. Uh, I think the American people have had it with a host of things. Well, frankly, they've had it with everything with this administration. But when you look at the win of Myra and the, and the win yesterday of Yesley, I, I, it is coming. And when we do get the majority, it is, it is critical that we do what we said we were going to do, that we secure the border, and we put back in place, we, we pass those policies that were working in the previous administration. The wall works. Remain in Mexico works. The agreements with the Northern Triangle countries work. When you actually deport people, you don't just catch and release, you deport. That all works and sends the message that needs to be sent and stops the terrible things that the senators have talked about that are going on with these people who make that journey. So that is our commitment. That's what we're, uh, we're going to do if, in fact, the American people put us back in charge. And I think they're going to do it. I really think it's going to happen. I think the American people are, like, getting fed up. I mean, you have people that were, so when I was in Nashville, the last, the last evening they had a dinner and I'm sitting at the table and this young lady that lives in Nashville, she was sitting next to me 
And she was telling me that I used to be a liberal. I was, she said, I was recently a liberal. And she said, I can't take it anymore. (laughs) And she's young. She goes, I was a straight up liberal. And she said, I can't, I could not take it anymore. She said the way they're doing it with the whole trans, she said the biggest thing was the trans. That was the biggest thing for her. She said, I was like, you know, okay with some of the other stuff. And she said, I was kind of like in agreement. But then when they, when they started pushing the trans and it's because mainly is men dressing up like women and they're giving these men priority over women. And this is what she's saying. And I, then I asked, I said, so where's the feminist at? Where's the kitty cat hair wearing hat women at? Where are they at? Where's the hashtag me too at? And she goes, exactly. She said, you got these grown men dressing up like women and they disregard us as actual women. She said, I, she said, I was done. That was enough. I had it. And then when she said that, she said, then she started paying attention to a whole bunch of other stuff. And then she said, her eyes just completely opened up. And she said, I used, she said, I used to be a liberal and she and was here recently. She was young. I think she said she was 27. So there's a lot of Democrats that is like, you know what? No, because you're doing this to our children. The Democrats, as much as they hated President Trump, X, Y, Z, they love their children. You understand what I'm saying? They love their children. Well, there are some demon crafts out there that take their kids to these old dragon. They're not drag, but dragon queen dances. Oh, which bring me to another point. I'm in the state of Texas and you know, they, they do all the, the, all the, the, the gay stuff too. This young lady works for a grocery store, H E B here in the state of Texas. H-E-B actually removed my pillow from their stores too, from the shelves, just like Walmart did. Tomorrow, H-E-B apparently in their break room, they're having all of the employees, every employee that goes, because, you know, they go into the break room at some point. They're going to put up the gay pride stuff and they're having Dragon Queen come to come dance for the employees. Yes, you heard it right. They're having dragon queens come in and dance for the employees at H-E-B tomorrow. I don't know if it's, you know, statewide, if it's every H-E-B. But the one she sent me said that they were having dragon queens come in there and they're telling people to, to show up with your pride colors. They're telling people to show up with your pride colors. And then they said nothing distasteful, meaning that you can't show up with anything against it. You can't come. You can't show up with a shirt that says Christ is king. Turn away from your sin. You can't show up with anything like that, but you can show up with a demonic, sinful against God T-shirt or paraphernalia swag, whatever. You can do that. But you cannot show up. You cannot show up. Unless you're supporting it. It's disgusting. It's repulsive to no end. It shouldn't be happening anywhere. 
Can you imagine if, if a group of employees said that, well, we want to have prayer and have everyone walk around with T-shirts on that say Christ is king? Maybe I'm, you know what, I'm, maybe I'll make a T-shirt that would say that. How many of you would like that? T-shirt that says Christ is king. All right, let me say thank you to a few people before we get out of here. Because I saw a few people I want to say thank you to before we bounce. All right, uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Are we ready to do this? And I know I went over a little bit time, but I started a little bit later and I wasn't going to go that long, but man, the time flew by and I had so much information to share. All right, let's say Kevin. Kevin, thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much. And Ty, T, I'm sorry, Tia. Tia, thank you so much for the stars, Tia. I really appreciate it. Then Will, jo wait a minute, is that the same? Is that Will Jones? Is that the Will Jones that I met in Tennessee? I wonder, I just wonder, I wonder. Hey, Will Jones, thank you so much for the stars. I should have got your number before I left, but thank you. Uh, let's see. Joseph, thank you so much for the PayPal. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And Frida, thank you so much for the Venmo. Wow, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for the PayPal as well. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And uh, JDWC003, thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Joseph, thank you so much for the stars. Thank you so much for the stars. And then Kelly, thank you so much as well. Thank you so much. And Terry, thank you so much, Terry. Lori, Lori, thank you so much for the cash app. Lori is awesome. Thank you so much, Lori. She's one of my mods. And Bernadette, thank you. Thank you so much for the stars. Thank you so much. Then Victoria, thank you so much for the cash up. Wow, show me some love. Thank you so much. Uh, Michelle, thank you so much for the stars, Michelle. I really appreciate it. John, thank you so much, John. Thank you so much. And Jessica, thank you so much for the stars. Kenny, thank you so much, Kenny. I really appreciate it. All right, everybody. Hey, if you haven't already, please hit the share button. I can, I can look over on Facebook and I can see on Facebook right now, it says 276 shares. Can y'all help me for the ones that are on Facebook that haven't shared it yet? Can y'all help me to get to 300 at least? It's at 276 right now. It said 276. I don't know if I can refresh it and if it mess up anything here. But a lot of times it just goes up. Uh, let's see. Is it going up? I'll give it a try here. It's at 276. Maybe I do need to refresh it. Hopefully it doesn't mess it up. Uh, doesn't look like it did, but it looks like it's still good. Oh, 278. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of slow on here, so it doesn't actually show me all of it. It's really weird. It like takes time for it to catch up. All right, but anyways, hey, everybody, thank you so much. I'll see you on the flip side. Stay safe, be safe. Always look to God. I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to this broadcast. Thank you so much. Do me a favor. Subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to it. Share this everywhere you can. We are viewer and listener supported. Anything you can do to help us out is greatly appreciated. Head on over to UniteAmericaFirst.com. Thank you again and God bless.